Привет, привет всем друзья. Как ваши дела? Надеюсь, все хорошо с вами. А, конечно, мне не надо признать, что случилось в последней субботе, когда я не выпустил а, новый подкаст. И сегодня я все расскажу. Хорошо, давай начнем. Поехали. I know you're probably thinking, what the heck, what is this guy talking about? Well, that was just a little bit in Russia. I figured I'd give you guys a little taste of where I'm at. You know, I've been thinking about recording a Russian podcast, but uh, not right now. Doing a couple things with this one, then I'll probably go on and switch one over to Russian. Uh, I keep doing this one, but you don't have one in Russian to um, take my stuff to the next level. But like I said, I owe you guys an explanation of uh, what what happened last weekend, why I didn't record a podcast, um, back in the saddle, had some things going on last weekend, and um, I think you'll be interested to know what what was going on, uh, where was I, where'd I go, where was the last entry, what happened, uh, so yeah, let's take a short break and we'll get into it. So some of you may or may not know that uh, last weekend was my birthday. My birthday was actually August 31st. Uh, so I had a few things going on. I was a little tied up. It took a couple days, uh, Thursday and Friday, off from work. I uh, went out there, went fishing Thursday, went fishing Friday, went fishing Saturday, Sunday. I rested Monday. I rested because we also had Labor Day. It was a holiday, national holiday, that following week. So it was basically like five days that I got to take off. It was glorious i needed that time and currently uh, i'm on a day another day off because we had um a hurricane i don't know if you guys have been following the news keeping up with dorian uh dorian was tearing up the uh the east coast she tore up bahamas and um hit florida and just kind of curved off and missed us so all we're gonna get where i live in north carolina is some flooding so that's starting to happen now the rivers are coming up i'm gonna still go fishing i'll probably end up going to a pond but the water's coming up, um, a lot of wind blowing, but the, the, the main damage is long gone. We have some debris on the ground, nothing uh, serious. But let's see, uh, last Saturday, <clears throat> I guess that was the main thing. Well, no, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Friday. So Friday, I ended up going to this place called Hammock State Park. I believe I mentioned it before. I went to Hammock State Park, drove all the way out there. It's on the other side of like Swansboro, Jacksonville area. I went out there. Um, I bought some waders from Walmart. Um, I already had waders, but I didn't want to bring my expensive waders. Waders was kind of the last, kind of a last thought. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it, how I was going to fish, because they had a ferry, and then they also had kayaks. So I was like, well, I was going to bring my kayak, but then I didn't bring my kayak because it was like, it's like 80, 90 miles. I would have had to travel with the kayak, and I kind of wanted to see what the island was about because they take you to an island. You get on a ferry, they take you to an island. So. I ended up going down there, driving all the way down there. It was a nice little ride. Had my tunes playing, had my Russian stuff going. And got there, got my ticket for the ferry. Um, the first, I mean, I got there, it was like almost 11.30. And I was asking them, I said, when's the next one going? They're like 11.30. I was like, how many minutes do I have? They're like six minutes. I said, no, it's not enough time. I'll just take the 12 o'clock. So I took the 12 o'clock ferry out to the island. Man, it was probably like a good quarter mile walk, like before you even get to the beach. I mean, once you ride the ferry, it's like a 15-minute ride on the ferry. Then you get there, then you have to walk like 15 minutes through all this, through the island. But I mean, this little pavement, this is this long stretch. Now, 
stretch wouldn't have been so long if I didn't have all my stuff. So I had a cooler, three fishing poles, no cart, you know, tackle bag on, you know, we're talking a good, oh, I don't know, 20 pounds of gear on my back, ice in the cooler, 10 pound bag. Went all the way out there, finally got to the sand. Then when you get to the sand, of course, walking in sand is like walking in concrete. It's just no fun. You know, unless you're right there by the water, right there on the, the shoreline, then, you know, it's harder ground. So I had my boots on. So every step I was taking, my feet were sinking to the sand. Just boom, boom, boom. Get out there. And I mean, I fished probably a good four hours. Didn't catch anything, but it was still fun. I mean, uh, it wasn't my birthday quite yet, but I was still going to get, you know, get something in. Said they're casting, 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 casting. Uh, and I said, all right, well, I got the last ferry leaves at six. So I took the one at five, got back to the main, the main, uh, main road back on land off the island. And I decided to drive down to this place called Radio Island. I told, told you about it before. Went down to Radio Island, got there. A couple people were fishing on the pier, but not many because it was still... You know, it was Friday. It wasn't quite the weekend. It was the weekend, but it wasn't quite the weekend yet. Went out there. First cast, I was throwing some top water. Didn't really get anything. Um, second cast, well, second pole, because I have three poles. Second pole, threw it out there. First cast, hit a, a lizard fish, caught that. And then later on, I started catching some, um, what, croaker and spot. You know, nothing, nothing serious, because I downsized my gear. I was out there for the big one. Couldn't get the big one, so I downsized. Started catching a little fish. That's all pretty much what happened that day. But I did hit up my friend um, Austin. I told him, you know, it was my birthday this weekend and blah, blah, blah. And he said, OK, well, I could take the boat out and uh, we can go out there and try to get on some drum. And he was telling me that he'd been getting on some drum. Now, the thing with these drum, if you know anything about a drum, you have a red, they call them red fish. They call them drum. You have black drum, but a red fish. These fish get pretty big. I mean, we're talking 30, 50 pounds, 60 pound fish you know, 30, 40 inches, you know, they're uh, the bull drum, bull drum, not just the regular panfish. These fish you have to catch and let go. So I said, all right, well, uh, what, what do you got going on? He was like, yeah, let's do that. And he said, I'll let you know if the weather's good. So later that night, he sent me a text telling me the weather was good. And he was like, okay, we're going, but we're going at night. So it was night fishing. Now I had never been night fishing before. Um, and night, not night fishing on a boat. So it was two things going on. We were going to fish in the Pamlico Sound at night for drum. And I'll tell you about that when we come back. So Saturday, I didn't get home until probably 2 o'clock that morning. So, you know, Friday night I was out fishing. Um, and I went to Radio Island, went to Hammock Island, all the Hammock State Park, all those different things. Got home like 2 o'clock in the morning drank like three Mountain Dews to get home, needed the caffeine, needed the energy, made it all the way home, you know, took a shower, put my stuff up, unwind, watch some Russian videos, you know, get my practice on, get my language on, went to sleep, woke up about 10, 11 o'clock. Now, I thought about going fishing. I was going to take my kayak out earlier in the day, but I said, nah, because I'm already going out in the evening. So I asked Austin, I said, well, what kind of bait do you have? He said, I have 12 pounds of mullet. 12 pounds of mullet. Now, that's a lot of fish. I'm like, 12 pounds of mullet? Like, how many of these drum are we planning on catching? But I had been wanting to catch catch some drum on crab because I've always heard if you use a blue crab, you know, you catch the crab, take the top off the crab, cut the crab in half, 
you could catch these big monsters. So I wanted to have some blue crab, couldn't find any blue crab, so I went and bought a bag of clams. Clams from Harris Teeter. So I went to the grocery store, got some fresh clams. Got some clams, and then on the way down there, you know, closer to the uh, the time, I uh, stopped into this little tackle shop, Noose River Tackle, and picked up about 12 blue crabs. So met Austin at his house around 6, about 6 o'clock, right at 6 o'clock. I made pretty good with the time. Right at 6 o'clock, get to his house. We loaded the boat. You know, I hadn't seen him in a while, so, you know, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. We loaded the boat. We drive down to Oriental, and, you know, it's it's an experience because now it's officially my birthday. You know, it's Saturday. It's officially my birthday. You know, we're loading up the boat. I got my GoPro on. Appreciate that, kid. Uh, I got my GoPro on. I mean, you know, I'm ready. We're gearing up. You know, the, 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 the emotions are high. We got big hopes. But I'm feeling it. I'm like, it's going to happen tonight. That's what I'm telling him. I'm like, it's going to happen tonight. I feel it. You know, we had a little chop on the water. So the waves were just, you know, going just so just. But, you know, it wasn't nothing too, nothing too scary. Got my camera going. We get on the boat. I'm recording the boat right out. Now, this guy, I mean, he he maxes it out. So, I mean, he, his engine probably goes 30, 35 miles an hour in the water. So we're just flying. Boof, boof, boof. And he's got a skiff. So skiff, you know, they just jump across the water, the top of the water. So we're just flying across the water. I'm just catching a couple waves to the face, just boom. Because every time we hit a wave or hit it the wrong way, it just splash, you know, just douse the whole deck. Anyway, we get out there, get set up, you know, we anchor up. Um, I'm wanting to throw some lures and stuff, but I mean, the boat's just rocking so much. Just, you know, up and down, up and down, side to side, side to side. So I'm like, it's all I can do to hold on to the boat. So we get all the bait, get the lines together. So we've got, uh, what we had, 50-pound braid, 80-pound leader, um, you know, mullet for days. Now, these aren't small mullet. you got to think 8 to 12-inch mullet. So this is like almost a foot. The, the bait's almost a foot long. Um, probably weighs, I don't know, 2, 3 ounces or whatever. Some of them 4 ounces. So we've got about mm, 6, 7 rods on board. We throw the, we throw the, um, he, he already had four, four rods. He had them with the big 6,000 series reels. So he takes four mullets, throws them out at four corners of the boat. I take my pole, crack open the crab, throw that out straight out off the back. So we sit and wait. So he's like, now we wait. So we're just sitting there, you know, shooting the breeze like fishermen do, you know, last fish I caught and, you know, how's life and blah, blah, blah. So we're just rocking. We're just rocking. And, um, you know, the sun's setting and you can see the sunrise. I mean, it's just one of those like movie picturesque scenes, right? Something out of a, a fairy tale. Uh, it was perfect conditions. So probably about 35 minutes to 40 minutes, uh, we got our first take. So line just just starts going off. The reels just start spinning. Just Line's just going out. And he's like, oh, first one's on. He's like, well, it's a tradition. He said, since it's your birthday... I'm going to give you the first fish. I was like, really? I was like, no, nah, you go ahead and get it. He's like, no, nah, you get it. It's your birthday. I was like, no, nah, you get it. So he picks up the rod and then he hands it to me. And he's like, here you go. Happy birthday. So it's it, it was just like a movie. Like, you know, one of those bro scenes in the movie where they're like, here you go, man. Happy birthday. So the fish is just going. Bzz. I grabbed the line, set the hook. Well, I didn't really have to set it too much because we were using circle hooks. But you got to imagine we had this 8 to 12 inch bait on. So any fish on the pole doing that kind of damage was serious so i'm holding the pole trying to reel it in we got the drag set right and i mean this pole is just just pulling because each each 
move, what they call head shakes. So every time the fish turns, it shakes its head. So it's just going, doom, doom, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. Just pulling, pulling, reeling. My arms are already burning. I mean, the fight was probably, I don't know, maybe seven, eight minutes. And this was the first drum. So sitting here, reeling it in, reeling it in, get it in. And this fish is like 40 freaking inches. So you got to imagine 40 freaking inches and like 30 pounds. Now, it took both of us to get it up over the side of the boat. I mean, this fish was huge and it was just drumming because drums, they make that sound. It goes like, uh, sounds like a big frog or something on the boat. So it's just vibrating through the whole boat. We get the fish up. Now, I'm just scratching my head, trying to stay afloat, trying not to get knocked off the boat because of the waves, just trying to take it all in. Two seconds later, the other pole goes off. Boom. He grabs that one. While I'm sitting here just looking at my fish like, what do I even do with this thing? Where do you even begin to take the hook off of this thing? I mean, it's so freaking huge. And um, he's getting that one. And I'm just like, okay, well, he's going to need the net that my fish is in. So I got to move this big freaking creature out of the net, get the hook off of it, try to get it back in the water before he gets it up. He's reeling, he's reeling, he's reeling. He gets his fish in because I get the net, net his fish. I thought I was going to mess up the net shop because just the fish was so big. So I get his uh, fish in. We pull it in. Both of us pull it in together. We lift it up over the side, get it in there, pick it up, lift it up. And his fish is even bigger than mine. Now, I just told you my fish was like 30 pounds, 40 inches. His fish is like 42 pounds, probably not 42 pounds, but like 42 inches and probably 45 pounds. I mean, it looked like it could have ate my fish. I mean, the middle was huge, huge. Like if you were to put I mean, two of your thighs together. I mean, that might have been the girth, you know, around the drum. I mean, this thing was huge. And then you got to throw the like the, the, the length on it, 42 inches. So we got these two big drums. I mean, like 70 pounds of fish right there. I'm like, oh, my God. And two fish, 70 pounds of fish, right? We get the fish back in the water and we just, you know, take a couple. We didn't even take any pictures because it was night. I had my GoPro going. I had a little flashlight that I was trying to light, get some illumination illumination going. It was crazy. It was crazy. Now, that was just back to back. Get the fish back in the water, throw the lines back out, and we sit and wait. Now, the thing about being on a boat at night is it's like an unreal experience. So, you got all the lights off, there was no moon, so it was just stars lit up the sky. When you look up, it's like you could see where the earth stopped and like the sky began, if that makes any sense. I mean, it was like like being you could see the divide between the divine and us uh, <laughs> uh, peasants here on Earth. Right. Um, I'm gonna get in a little more into that, uh, a little more descriptive with the, um, the sensations and how it was out there. Uh, but I'm gonna take a short break so I don't lose you guys in the story. Okay, so as I was saying, you know, we're on the boat, you know, we just put two big beasts in the boat, put them back in the water, sitting there trying to get accustomed to the waves. I mean, I never really got accustomed to the waves. I mean, I I got used to them because I had to. I didn't get seasick. I didn't throw up over the side. But if you've ever been on a boat, you know, you get a little disoriented. It's just this feeling you get. You get disoriented because of the constant motion. So your head is just like your head's still on, but it's not as clear as it could be. It's a little foggy. So everything's kind of like like third person, like you're watching it all happen. So we're just sitting there talking. He's at the front of the boat. I don't know if that's the bow. Yeah, that's the bow. He's at the bow of the boat. I'm sitting on this cooler. We're just talking, shooting the breeze. And, you know, your mind just opens up. I mean, you look at the water and you just see the waves just 
just moving, the current just going. And I have a whole new respect for the water because I said, you know, the water, the water doesn't wait for anybody. Like the water doesn't stop for anybody. Like water is a powerful force. Like you better respect it because it's it's just one of those things that's going to just take you to the next. It's going to go right through you. Like it's just it's going to be here long after you're gone. I think they said what the the, the earth's covered like with 80 percent water, water everywhere. But I mean, it just did not stop. So our boat, you know, the boat was. 10, 15 times bigger than me was just getting rocked by these waves. And every other boat that was on it was just getting rocked by the waves. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And we just pulled these two beasts out of that water. I mean, it's a powerful force. I mean, so I could just imagine, you know, because I was out there, you know, like I said, going up and down, up and down, up and down with the sky overhead. I mean, it was a beautiful scene, but I was like, those guys that are in a dinghy when their boat capsizes, I'm like, I could just imagine where they get to a point after like being on the water for a week, no food, no nothing, just floating. And they just say, freak it and just jump off the dinghy and just go in the water and just end it. Because that feeling, I mean, would just be mind numbing after a while. I mean, you can't do anything with it. I mean, the water is just too massive, massive, bigger than any pool you could get. It. And this was just the river. It wasn't in the ocean. This was the river. And I could actually see the shoreline. I mean, that's just how powerful the water is. I mean, pitch black almost at night, going up and down in these waves. Yeah, your mind just does things. I was thinking about a life and and it was my birthday and I was just like, oh my gosh. Anyway, we caught some more fish. Um, the next bite was a uh, stingray. So I got to reel that one in. It was probably, I don't know, four four foot stingray, you know, from the wingspan, four feet. So it was just pulling in, just driving straight out. Got that in. We got that on the boat. So we pulled this four foot stingray onto the boat. Crazy. Then after that, we were getting ready to go. and He caught one more drum. This one was probably, I don't know, along the same lines of mine, maybe a little bigger, maybe about 35 pounds. This one here. Um, but the thing was, after all that excitement, right? So now it's like maybe 1130 and we're like, OK, well, let's get off the water. So we decided to get off the water, go up there, and we're riding back. Now, he said we have to ride back in the dark because, you know, you can't have lights out there. And then when, with the skiff, if the lights are right in his face, he can't see. So he's got a, a red marker and a green marker or a red light and a green light on the front of his boat. And we're just blasting again, 30 miles an hour across the sound, no lights on the boat, like no white lights, no just riding by the stars, hitting the waves, pitch black, passing boats. It's creepy out there because you had some other people out there with their lights and they were just going back and forth on the shore. You're like, what are they doing? Because all you see is the light. You don't see the size of the boat. You just see lights. Anyway, we get back to the port, the little marina, and there's this group of people on their boat. They're talking, saying this, saying that. You know, it's this big guy. He's probably like 348 pounds, bald. And then you had two other people in the boat. And it looked like they were arguing and we come up and then we got we got to we have to pull up literally to this weird dude. I mean, this dude was weird. He had this little creepy grin on his face. And he was standing with a fishing pole, just standing there like and he's just looking at us. We pulled this big boat right up next to him. He doesn't move. And I'm like, what? You know, could we have to get off the boat, like literally stand on top of the guy like he didn't move. He's just going to stand there right there. So we got to get out. I get out right next to the guy i'm like what's this dude's deal i'm like who is this guy you know and he's just got this silly look on his face 
trying to keep it PG, right? He's got this silly look on his face. And he's holding his pole. I'm like, he doesn't say anything. I'm like, oh, my God. And then the other boat that was over there in the in the marina, you know, across from us, they're just, they stopped talking, and they're staring at us. We're staring at them. They're staring at us. We're staring at them. So the whole thing's just getting really freaking weird, right? So I tie off the boat. Austin go gets the truck. Comes back, get the truck. We put the boat on the truck. And out of nowhere, like five or six other boats pull up. So it just got crazy, just got crowded, just people on top of people. It looked like people were cussing. And he was like, this is the this is the crowd. And I was like, this is what it's like boating. I mean, you got to deal with this. I mean, it was just drama central. Like you look at this boat, problems in that boat, this boat, problems. In this. I guess they didn't catch anything. We we're probably the only ones that caught anything. But we didn't get to share those stories because nobody was talking. It's crazy. Anyway. Got back to his house, got my stuff, drove home, made it home. And that was pretty much the end of my fishing trip there because the next day I didn't do nothing but just rest. I mean, literally rest. Just watch Russian and rest. I think I went out to get something to eat just to keep it easy. I didn't even feel like cooking. I mean, I was spent, you know, I was spent. And then I ended up going and checking out my mom, I believe Monday. She had a cake for me. But I did, uh, I did forget to mention that I did go see her... Uh, Friday, no, Saturday, I went to go see her Saturday before I went out there to meet with Austin, I picked up some Bojangles, we ate a little bit, talked a little bit, and then I hit the road and I was gone, but um, yeah, it was an interesting time, a, a good little, a good little adventure, you know, you got to do it for the big, for the big birthday, I'm not going to tell you which one it was, you're going to have to guess which one it was, but it was one of the big ones, it wasn't a small one, it was a big birthday, and um, I think I celebrated as best I could. I mean, I'm a fisherman, and I'm going to say I probably caught the biggest fish I've ever caught. I probably caught the biggest fish that I've ever caught in my entire life on my birthday. So, nothing to complain about there. It was a good time. So, we'll take one more break and come back, and we'll close it out. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm not in the house, so not at home. I'm recording outside again. I went to McDonald's again, picked up a McFrap. This time I got it with two um, two Big Macs. Um, I ate those. The Big Macs were lackluster. I mean, nothing nothing special, nothing to write about. I don't even eat McDonald's like that, but I wanted the McFrap. I wanted some breakfast, but I mean, it was too too early or too late in the day for me when I when I got it so I mean they didn't have any breakfast they had the all-day breakfast but it wasn't the breakfast like you know the little pancakes and the sausage and all that stuff so I said freak it but the thing is uh like I said we just got through a hurricane right now we have the flooding coming in I was talking about that um but you know we got the flood going in so nothing's really open I mean trees are blowing you know I'm sitting here at a park I drove to a park I was going to go to uh, River North Park, a place where I fish, but it was closed due to the hurricane. So I'm sitting here at this park. So if you guys heard any noise while I was talking, that was either people walking by or vehicles passing me. I kind of like doing my podcast out here in the in the public because, I mean, I've got stuff to look at. I've got inspiration. I'm watching the trees blowing, got cars passing, people sitting in their cars also, just people trying to get out of the house. I would get outside and walk around, but it's so much wind blowing, I, I doubt you'd be able to hear me. But um, let's see what else is going on. So we had two days off from work due to the hurricane, which was cool. But like I said, I mean, if I get days off, I want to be fishing. I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining about the days off, but if I have days off, I want to be fishing. I want to be on the water. So I'm going to find some kind of way to get some fishing in today. 
I might not be able to do the fishing I want to do, but maybe I can go to a pond, try to catch some catfish because the pond's not connected to the river. So I might be able to do something there. But it is a little windy. Um, let's see, I'd ordered some stuff when I got back from my fishing trip. I'd ordered another reel. I got a 4,000 size reel, um, a Pin Pursuit 3 that was supposed to be coming to me. I ordered 30 pound braid, and then I ordered a book, uh, another Russian book, um, to help me with my language. It's it's this thing called uh, News, it's a, it's a website called News in Slow Russian. But the lady has Slow Russian, then she has Fast Russian. She just calls the website News in Slow Russian, but she also writes books, or makes adapted versions of books, adapted versions of the news. So she has literally went through the newspaper like over the years so i mean she's got i don't know how many articles probably over 300 different articles newspaper articles that she has adapted you know for the person studying language so i get to listen to these um these articles read the articles and it's news i mean if you can if you can read a newspaper i mean you're 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 on the level but i'm right now i'm just testing her products just kind of testing testing the market so i probably got four of her books read the books the books are great easy to read adapted stories and then i just ordered um it was a magazine that she came up with i mean she's coming up with all types of stuff i mean maybe i'll do something like that uh, with this in the, in the future if everything goes well with it we got to see what the response is so i'm gonna need you guys to reach out to me let me know what you're feeling um but yeah i mean so that's something i got uh, i was listening to that earlier before i started recording this podcast i'm recording this right now friday so you're going to hear this tomorrow. I wanted to record it. Go ahead and get it recorded today since I got the day off. Uh, just in case I end up out there on a boat or something like that um, Saturday and, you know, time gets short. Um, but I think I'm going to stick to recording my podcast out in the public uh, just because it just seems like it just flows much more blah, 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 blah. You know, it's more breezy or whatever you want to call it, right? So let's see. Stoy um, show, right? Let's see. Um, last night, I uh, it was about I don't know two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I got up and the hurricane was just blowing. That's when it was kicking. That's when it was really passing. You know where I live. It was just really passing the location. I went out there and I recorded uh, the sounds. I wish I could have recorded. I mean, I recorded video, but you can't upload a video on Anchor. You know the platform and all this stuff. Like this, I recorded a video. You know for some folks to send out so they could see what what the wind was blowing like, what the rain was like, but I recorded some audio, so I think I'm going to leave you guys, I'm going to leave you guys with that outro of the rain, so you could hear that this would be the rain and stuff that you hear when I was sitting on my uh, balcony outside my apartment, you can hear what I was hearing, so I hooked up the mic and everything, and you hear the, the wind and stuff like that, but yeah, that's what was going on a couple of hours ago for me. But like I said, uh, today is just going to be one of those relaxed days going into this weekend here. Um, you know, I'm going to get some fishing in because that's what I do. Get some more practice in and just enjoy myself. What are, you, what are your plans? What kind of weather do you guys have on your side of town? You get hurricanes. This is hurricane season. So that was probably the first of many. We're going to have a lot more of that. Uh, we get a couple tornadoes here and there. Uh, what kind of weather do you have? Because I was talking to my uh, friend Katya, and she was like, yeah, we don't get hurricanes, we don't get tornadoes and all that, but I know they get blizzards and snowstorms because it's always cold over there. But I don't know where you are in the world, so what kind of weather and climate do you deal with? Um, be interested to know that. But other than that, I hope everything's good with you guys, and I'll see you in the next one.